You are listening to 51st Dates Houston. I'm Connie Leon, your host. We will be discussing relationships and dating and everything in between with people from all walks of life. So get ready. Hey guys, welcome back to 51st Dates. And today I have another guest. She's a new guest and I've actually just met her for the first time today in person. Um, We met online not too long ago. Uh, a couple weeks ago through um, the creative studio because she was looking to book a photo shoot. And, um, and now we're here on the podcast. (laughs) Well, and um, of course, I, I love it because you don't know that much about the show. And, you know, we haven't practiced the questions. And that's kind of my it was my perfect idea for this show. Um, to have something that's very real and unscripted, because that's what people love, right? They love to just hear about experiences and people who they can relate to. So um, we're going to introduce Christina. Christina, thank you for being here. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. You don't have to tell like people where you work or anything, but just your field of work. Um, and very important for this podcast, your age. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Connie. Thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. My first experience um, to do this. So I'm super excited. I'm stepping into a whole new world of different things and exploring my own creative side. Um, So I am currently 37 years old. I'll be 38 in February. Um, I am currently a school counselor in the local area at a high school. Um, This is my 13th year in education as an educator. Um, So, I mean, originally didn't plan to become a teacher or an educator, but I I found my passion later on. And so here I am. And so hopefully, you know, with plans for that in the future as well. So we'll see where, what the future holds. That's awesome. Uh, yes. And you're recently receiving your PhD. I finished my doctorate degree. Congratulations. My doctorate, thank you. My doctorate <laughs> of education, EDD, actually. But, okay. um, but yeah, so it's my doctorate. I'll, you know, and I put in blood, sweat, and tears in that for the last three Definitely. years. Definitely. So yeah, whole story with that as well. But yes, I just completed that. And so yeah, that's kind of part of the reason why I'm here as well. Awesome. And then you are divorced, single? Single. Never married. Never married, no kids. Um, so I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm on the, like I'm an outlier. Like I'm way on the other end of the spectrum these days. No, I think, so. I think it's very common. I think it's a lot more common. Um, I always hear a lot of people say married, um, never married and no kids like Mm -hmm. that to me. It's good. Like I've never, it's never been me. I was married for a really long time and I have two kids. Um, but I think it's more common than you think. I really think there's like a big group of never married. I mean, I hope so. That would (laughs) (laughs) no, definitely. Um, the other thing that I ask is, so what you do your age. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. I'm sorry. I got lost there for a minute. My own questions. Um, so that's uh, all good information. My biggest thing when I was on uh, or I've been on dating apps in the past, I since I'm a single mom, I'm always looking for um, guys who are dads, you know, or mm-hmm. have kids because I just feel it's more relatable to me. So I, was, I would always laugh at like the never married, no kids. I'm like, why does that matter? And now I'm like, that matters. Mm-hmm. It matters a Absolutely. lot. <laughs> so, okay. The first question is always... What has been your best or your worst first date? Oh, my goodness. Um, Well, let me jog my memory here. (laughs) So kind of like I mentioned a little bit prior um, to starting. So as you mentioned, you know, pretty much you're familiar with having been married for a long time, you know, kids. I feel like I'm the total opposite. Mm -hmm. I've been single most of my life, um, most of my adulthood. And so um, I have had a couple of serious relationships in between there. So, yes, I've had a, I've had several dates. Right. And so trying to jog my memory of which ones would, you know, I should mention. <laughs> um, 
I, which one should I start with? The, Whichever the, one. The best one or the worst one? It can be whatever you want. Best <laughs> or worst. And it doesn't have to be both of you. Just have one or the other. Um, I think the worst one will probably be uh, one where it ended up not being the way that I was hoping it would turn out to be. Right. And so, um, you know, definitely uh, the guy, you know, def- said some things that I no one had ever said to me before. So I was really taken back by his words and what he said. And his like actions. in a good way or a bad way? In a good way. way. Okay, okay. At the time, and it was it was in a good way. It okay. started off in a good way. Right. Okay. And so he was like, you know, Christina, I, you know, I love everything about you, whatever, whatever. Um, I don't want to pass up an opportunity with you is what he said. Wow. And no one had ever said anything like that to me. So I was really, of course, by then, you know, feelings had already started. Friend- a friendship was built. And I was just taken back by that. And so right. Again, the first time that anyone had ever been so serious with me. And so long story short, it didn't pan out the way that I was hoping. But that would be my my actually my best date and my worst date just because it didn't turn out the way that I was hoping right but that's okay I mean again I think as always you know people are either a lesson or a blessing to us right so that was definitely a a lesson right um but it was it was very memorable like I'll never forget that right and so what was it about like the first date other than what he said like where did you guys go was it like a typical first date like you just got to dinner or how did you guys meet no it was actually a very different um so we work in the same field okay and so that definitely was able to make it easier to build a friendship and all right. that um actually he asked me to, to take me to breakfast oh okay. so yeah during the summer and so i was like sure breakfast no one's ever again no one's ever right. asked me to ask to take me to breakfast and so all these different things again that i'd never experienced is what really took me back yeah and really set it apart from from my other experiences so i went to breakfast uh we went to um as the waffle place in uh, Seabrook. It's a waffle place. I forget. Okay. Seabrook, Seabrook Waffle House or something like uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. Really cool. Um, you know, it was a hot Sunday. You know, not Sunday. It was a hot morning uh-huh. it was during the summer. But, I mean, again, I remember every bit of detail it. Detail yeah, every detail. Aww. Very vivid in, in my mind. But, again, you know, it's, it's something that I... I like hold with me because it, it was very different than yeah. any of my other experiences. Yeah, like you said, something that was very memorable for yes. you. And I think that's um, what happens a lot of times. Like for myself, I was married and in, in a relationship for 19 years. So I feel like the first guy that I dated outside of that after um, we separated, it was that. The fact that like he just made everything very memorable and very mm-hmm. different from what I was used to. Mm-hmm. And you kind of get caught up in that, right? Because right. it becomes this like for me, it was like a very big fantasy of like, wow, like, this exists or this is out here. Like, I love it, right? And then, of course, that didn't turn out to the way I expected either. But, again, it's a lesson learned, mm-hmm. and, and you kind of move on. And then you kind of hold, like, a lot of things accountable to that situation, right? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, because it's like, okay, well, this was not as good as that first time with <laughs> so-and-so. You know, so yeah. it just it kind of ruins you. But it's a good experience, and it's good to have those memories. Is, yes. Um, so... Are you big on social media? Like, do you, are you on Instagram or Facebook or anything like that? Okay. So I am. I'm Facebook, Instagram, um, Snapchat. Okay. So when it comes to social media and dating, when do you, or have you ever, like, if you're dating someone, posted about that person on your social media? That's a great question. So for me, (laughs) Uh and again, and this is just in my experience, and maybe I'm old school, maybe it's the age, I don't know. For me, it would. I mean, I, I I've been on Facebook since two thousand eight. I hate to admit this. I have never. <laughs> oh, once, me too. <laughs> I have never, but I've never once. No, that's a that's not the part. Of oh. <laughs> I've never once posted like officially. I'm in a relationship. 
ever. Right. Because it's never panned out to that. And so for me personally, it's like, if I'm going to put this out there, it's got, I got, I have to be confident. Oh like, yeah. I have to be a hundred percent confident. I don't, I just don't play around with those kind of things. Right. So if I'm just dating somebody or seeing somebody or even some of the relationships that I, um, even the one with, you know, with the first date that I just mentioned, I didn't post about it. Right. And so until I know that um, this is a full blown, you know, relationship, we're exclusive and we're doing this, then I may post about it. But no, I've never posted anything about any of my relationships. Wow. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, it's good because uh, I was just talking in my last podcast with uh, Josh, who is part of the creative studio. Um, he was like, we, we tell people what we want them to know, but they don't really have to know and be in your business that way. You right. know, that's my personal business, who right. I see, what who I'm dating. But um, for me, and I was telling him, I'm like, I post a lot of personal stuff on all my social media. Right. Mm-hmm. And of course, it revolves around a lot about um, my kids and what I do for work. And if you follow me, like, on Instagram and Snapchat, it's a lot of, like, me going out and having Mm -hmm. fun and and my kind of, like, relationship quirks, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I go back and forth, like, uh, posting about bad relationships and, you know, or love, you know, just, (coughs) excuse me, just, like, no Mm in-between. But um, I've never posted about somebody Mm -hmm. that I'm dating. Like, I tell people all the time, I post with Manny here from the studio. Mm -hmm. And they'll ask me, is that your boyfriend? I'm like, no. <laughs> Manny is my friend. Like, we are super good friends. Right. And um, I post about him all the time. But people will never know the guys that I'm dating. Like, right. you know, I, I've i never posted about them. And I'm like, every once in a while, I'll post, like, a picture with them in my stories. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just kind of move on. But I post with so many friends and people that I see all the time that right. people don't really notice it. Right. And so unless they ask, right, like, oh, who's that? And then I'll, t- oh. Maybe if it's a date, I'll say mm-hmm. it. But if not, oh, it's just a friend, you know. Well, interesting thing real quick before I forget. Yeah, yeah. That you made me remember. So I think another reason why I haven't posted. For me, again, number one, social media doesn't define me. Right. And so it's for fun. It's I, you know, share professional things on there about my work or whatnot. Some silly things here and there. But that's about it. Mm-hmm. So personal, I don't get too personal. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like I personally feel that that's not the platform for them. It's more for fun, for entertainment. Secondly, and I think this is something that I'm just not realizing that's a characteristic or a trait of maybe who I am interested in dating. The last two serious relationships, even the one that I just mentioned, they were not on social media. Uh-huh. So it'd be hard to post about them anyway because it's right. not like I could tag them. It's not like right. I could include it. It would have to be me posting a picture. Right. And so since they weren't about social media like that, they just didn't care for it. Right. I also kind of felt like, well, then why even bother? Right. So that's something I just realized about you know the the two last my last two serious relationships have in common that I yeah never even thought about that they were not on mm-hmm. social media mm-hmm. that's interesting mm-hmm. yeah I'm like have I ever maybe I've talked to a few guys that aren't really on social media it's whatever um but again I don't really post about them I kind of learned my lesson a long time ago with that so yeah no um so a lot of times uh when I've talked to different people on on this podcast um everybody's definition of this is kind of different but what or when do you go from dating into a committed relationship what does that look like for you you know i feel like i'm being very honest right now i feel like i don't even know these days i feel that's how i feel how does this even work anymore um again this is kind of the main reason if i can just kind of go back to like the main idea that i had for all this in my mind was that in having pursued my education having pursued my doctorate degree and again people ask me like well did you have nothing else to do and i'm like no i did i work <laughs> I, I have a you know my mom my brother i take care of my family whatever okay. i just it just happened to be the time where i wasn't married or i didn't have kids so i figured hey why not go ahead yeah. and go for this while i have the time but i almost feel like 
in pursuing my education so far in my career, it's almost put me in a bad position mm-hmm. to where now again I'm like kind of like in this little lonely world that I, and thank you for saying that I'm not the only one because yeah mean, no it helps me but I feel like the more that I have pursued the least dateable it's made me I don't know um so yeah so I'm almost not that I regret what I've done of but I almost not. feel yeah. like yeah I should have just had kids when I was younger and I would be more accepted these days but that's and the, that's just me I'm not no no no, no. bad way no definitely anybody. not because I totally agree with mm-hmm. you right so for me it's about those like social uh like what society has kind of built and created mm-hmm. for us to like that's the norm like mm-hmm. being married and having kids like, like what trajectory we take yeah mm-hmm. like my journey and my path like mm-hmm. it's only been the way it is because I followed the rules too much, right? Like, I listened to my Mexican mom and Mm -hmm. dad who said, well, now you're out of high school. When are you going to get married? And, you know, and now you have a boyfriend. And when are you going to have kids? You know, when? Mm -hmm. so, like, these things that I did for myself, like, thankfully, my mom was traditional, but also she was very independent. Mm -hmm. So, yes, she wanted me to get married and have kids, but she wanted me to do everything. She also wanted me to get a college degree. And, you know, and so I was able to get my degree get married, have my kids, like it Mm -hmm. followed that path. Mm -hmm. But because in my mind, I had to follow this path because in Mm -hmm. my mind, I had that timeline, you know, Mm -hmm. set out for myself. Mm -hmm. But now at almost 40, I'll be 40 next year. And my thing is, I don't want my kids, I don't want my son or my daughter to think that there is just this one path. Follow that pattern. No, Mm -hmm. because we talk about breaking cycles and breaking those cultural and like traditional cycles that don't fit us. Mm -hmm. Because we're in 2020, like I don't have to be married and have kids. It's not, it's not needed. It's Mm -hmm. not necessary. I did it because it fit me and it went with what I thought at the time. I love my kids. I love them to death and I do everything Mm -hmm. for them. But I know now that that it didn't have to be that way. Mm -hmm. I could have done things very different. Even now, like divorced, I never plan on getting married again. In my mind, of course, it's only been two years. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to have that traditional kind of uh, roles or even that title on me. You've been there, done that. Been there, done that. Yeah. So that's what I have found, too. Yeah. Guys that have been there, done that. They weren't really interested in when I was like, well, I have, I've never been married. I right. do want that traditional thing. Right. And yeah, that's a, another reason why sometimes things didn't work out. Yeah, no. And um, you said something else that I was like, yeah, um, for me, you're not the only one. Like, trust me, it's, mm-hmm. there's definitely a whole set of people, mm-hmm. especially right now, that are never been married, mm-hmm. don't have kids, and that's just who they are. There's an interesting... Um, point if I can share real quick yeah, about yeah, what yeah. you mentioned um when you said like when you graduated and, and you did all that which is fantastic I'm, I commend you for going through and getting your degree and raising your family that's amazing I don't know if I could have done that at that time <laughs> right. but I when I graduated from high school and I knew I wanted to go to college my goal and my my thing was I have to graduate from college mm-hmm. like I, I finished my degree in four years luckily um but I was not straying from that path at mm-hmm. all and I actually had a serious boyfriend at the time mm-hmm. great guy super great guy super you know great family that I still keep in contact in fact um but at that time and even though we dated for a long time again my focus was my education was, mm-hmm. and I told him I was like I have to finish this degree I just I will not go against it because at the time I saw friends and again everyone has a different story mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. has a different path but I saw you know, friends that I graduated with and maybe had started their career or started their education 
and again, life happens, you know, they got married. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of maybe never went back to it or whatever. I don't, I mean, I don't know, mm-hmm. but I was like, I don't, I don't want to stray from this as much as possible. And so at first he supported me and at first, and he was smarter than me, actually, he would actually help me with my math homework. And I was like, <laughs> Why didn't you go to college? Like, you should right. He was already working and doing different things. So, um, in the end, he, he actually didn't support me. And so right before I was going to graduate, I think I had just a year left. Uh-huh. He's already talking about marriage and kids. And I was like, dude, hold on. Like, wait, like, just give me a year. Let me just finish this because I wanted to secure my own financial right. you know, freedom and, right. and my independence. And I just wanted to have something under my belt to where if, in fact, this doesn't work out, right. I have something to fall back on. Right. And, well, no, he didn't want to wait. So I was like, okay, well, you know what? i got to finish this degree. So see you later, bud. That's and awesome. And so I, I, I mean, I just I had to. I just at that at that time, I felt like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not going right. to let anything stray from me. So again reflecting back sometimes i'm like i should have just married him and i'd be happy and i'd be normal like everybody else no don't say that you're totally normal and i'm pretty sure you're very happy i I know i am i am but (laughs) i just i sucked my guns yeah i gotta i gotta do this and you have to sometimes you know Mm -hmm. being that strong educated latina like for for brown women right now like is Mm -hmm. so important right Mm -hmm. to me it's very important for me to be able to say that i at least have my college degree that i have a career you know that for me is very important right now Mm -hmm. um something that you said that i remembered was the part about being undateable right so Yes. It's not just you. Trust me. <laughs> uh, for me, mm-hmm. I am. Uh, I like to think that I'm a very strong and independent person. Mm-hmm. I'm very strong willed, very forward. Um, and some men don't like that. Right. Like mm-hmm. they um, I'm I'm not one to let you run, walk all over me. Right? right. So a lot of times I'll be talking to guys and um, they think that it's going to be like, I'm the little wifey and I'm going to do these things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's intimidating. Like, it's very intimidating. So it's not just you. I feel very undateable sometimes, too, mm-hmm. because of the fact that I know what I want. Mm-hmm. I have two kids and I'm like, I'm trying to build my own life for myself and for them. I'm trying to be independent, you know, financially independent and have my own, just like mm-hmm. you're saying, because I have two kids to look after. Right. To me, I tell you, like, I don't want to get married again. And in the last podcast with Josh, I talked about, I don't think I want to live with anyone ever again. That's I want to have my own house, yeah. have my own place. You can come over, you can stay, but this is my place, right? right? Um, and so that sometimes makes me very undateable where mm-hmm. guys are like, well, that's not what I want. How is this going to work? Yeah, how is that going to work? <laughs> yeah. Or just the fact that I'm like very strong. And my other thing is... Um, I have so many relationships in the community, so many mm-hmm. relationships as, you know, friendships with mm-hmm. Manny, um, different people. I'm very used to, if I go to a networking event and I meet people, I'm going to talk to everybody, even if it's a guy or a girl right. or whoever. And if you can't accept that mm-hmm. in my life and my lifestyle, then, yes. then you need to move on. Yeah. And that intimidates guys, right? Yeah. Because how are you friends with all these guys and you're going to be with me right. because I can Exactly. Because it's okay for you to have girls who are friends. So so that kind of like being an equal mm-hmm. kind of thing and having that mentality and being so strong-willed and independent, like guys walk away from that. Like it's hard because they, you know, they want to be a certain kind of provider and a certain mm-hmm. kind of person, which is fine. But I can be a provider too and I'm very right. strong and I can do things that you could do too. So, right. so yeah, it's not just you. You're yeah. not the only undateable. And we're not undateable. We're very dateable. <laughs> well, it's it just these undateable. men are not ready for us. And, and I, that's fine. I don't know what it is these days. And so to your point again on that, so I grew up very tradi- with very traditional roles just like you may have as well. But mm-hmm. me personally, I do want some of that. Like I do want 
I want to kind of keep those traditional roles. Like I do want, uh, you know, the man to be the provider and to, and to be a man, to be able to do that. Cause I feel as a male, that's kind of what males do. And right. me as a woman, I feel like I want to be the nurturer. I want to, I do want to have children hopefully at some point. Right. Um, so yes, as much as I can do things myself as well, I sometimes do need a guy for well, I mean, something. Yeah. And, I've been there too, you know, cause when I was married, like we had a very traditional mm-hmm. kind of, you know, relationship mm-hmm. where that's, you know, and but at the same time, we were both providers. Like yeah. I've always worked, and so exactly. it was very equal. But but yeah, the roles were very traditional too. Yeah, so, so I, yeah. I actually preferred that. Yeah. And so I, I again, I don't know if that's something that maybe you guys don't want these days or aren't interested in either. It's like what's going on. I think you just haven't met the right person because Clearly. honestly, yeah, no, <laughs> honestly, like there are guys out there like that. So definitely. Yeah, it's just about meeting the right person. Yeah. It's timing. It is. There's timing. so much. Yes, I agree. Yeah, for me in the last two years, I'm like. I wanted to be back in a relationship and have all these things. And mm-hmm. then I was like, was I really ready? I wasn't. You know, at the time, but now I think about it, I'm like, no, right. I wasn't ready. That's why it never worked right. out. Now I'm ready and I know exactly what I want. And and I don't, I don't move away from that. And mm-hmm. I think that's also very intimidating for guys. So, yeah. I laid things out for this one guy this last week. He was like, hey, we should hang out. I'm like, sure. And then I kind of figured out really quick that it wasn't just going to, like, he didn't want like a long-term like friendship relationship Mm -hmm. kind of thing and Mm -hmm. so I told him I was like look I'm at the place where I'm older like I know exactly what I want and this is the things that I want and he straight up was like oh I can't do that I'm like okay Okay. well then yeah yeah and he he told me he's like I won't string you along I'm like perfect that's all I require um so another question that I have is um what um well I guess you just kind of answered it so your idea on like traditional dating Versus like the chase, right? So I have girlfriends who are always telling me, no, you have to let him, you know, reach out to you Mm -hmm. and let him look for you. You don't ever look for him. And to me, I'm okay with that. But like I said, I'm very forward and open. And sometimes I'll reach out to a guy and be like, Mm -hmm. hey, we should go out. We should have drinks. We should do this. So what do you kind of believe in when it comes to that, right? The guy kind of chasing you, the more kind of traditional or non-traditional where you're very okay with asking a guy out. So, great question. Yeah. Because I've had different experiences. So, I think now, these days, Mm -hmm. I'm much more traditional as in I'm going to allow the guy to pursue me. I'm going to allow, if, if, you know, if he's interested. To me, I feel like that's the best way to determine. Again, I I feel I have learned that men are very simple creatures. (laughs) They do exactly what they want to do. They want to talk to you, they will talk to you. If they want to see you, they will see you. They, you know. And so there's really, as much as I've, you know, bogged my mind over, oh, does he like me? Does he this? Does he that? I finally realized, like, I would know. Like, right. I shouldn't have to question it. So when I was a little bit younger, I did a couple times do a little bit more of the pursuing myself. Like you said, like, I would be the one to reach out. But it never worked out. Hmm. And so after a couple of times of that not working out, right. I figured, okay, maybe I need to rethink this and mm-hmm. really just, you know, go the opposite direction. So since then, since those experiences didn't pan out, when I was the one to pursue um, I was like, let me just take a step back. Yeah. And again, I, I feel that that's part of a man, you know, being a man and, mm-hmm. and just the way our brains are wired. I, right. strong, I believe strongly in just in science and how we're wired and different things like yeah. that. So I, I fall back to that. So I, again, these, and I've seen it in just in different experiences. Yeah. Like it's true when somebody reaches out to me because they really wanted to reach out to me and then right. I won't hear from them. And so I just, now I realize I'm just going to go ahead and just match their energy. Exactly. So the amount of energy that they're giving me is what I give back. 
Yeah, and that's um, what I was going to say. I'm like, it's about the effort for me. Regardless of who reaches out to who, right. at the end of the day, we both kind of have to pursue each other and bring that same effort. And I will, too. I will pursue, right, right. but I have to, I feel like, and I want to, I guess it's just because I want to be more confident in knowing that they are interested in me mm-hmm. once they do, you know, once they are the ones to initially pursue. And then, then after that, I can pursue myself and match mm-hmm. that energy. Right. And give more. I feel like I have a lot to give, but I'm not just going to give it to whoever Especially to somebody who doesn't want it. So I'm okay with that. Right. Because that's wasted energy and time on your part to to be pursuing someone that you know is just not interested in you. Yeah. And I don't I don't have time for it. And I will like, you know, if I and I've told a couple guys like, look, if I didn't really see that you were interested or your energy wasn't Mm -hmm. there, you know, I felt like it wasn't there, Mm -hmm. I'm immediately gonna back away oh, for sure. i'm not gonna beg anybody or look for any yeah. yeah no if if you don't want to talk to me you don't have to talk to exactly. me right and that's perfectly fine yeah and that's fine yeah. but you know but but don't expect me to kind of look for you if i already know that you're not looking for me kind exactly. of thing you know so yeah no i definitely agree with that um so are you currently on any dating apps no no and so i've done them all i feel like i've done uh, match.com several times okay i've done um eHarmony. i did that one for about a year and a half wow. a couple years ago um that was interesting i've done bumble of course um actually that's about it i haven't done any like i didn't do plenty of fish or uh-huh. uh there's a lot of newer ones out like these days mm-hmm. um, in fact a coworker of mine mentioned uh coffee and bagels or something oh like yeah that. i've heard that one a lot it's recently like, oh, it's about this and you can find this type of guy and so i actually looked at it and i downloaded it to my phone but it looks similarly to me it looked just like match Right. So that's why I was like, eh. there's another one called The League. The League? Okay. There's supposedly there's a wait list because the guys are like so top notch, apparently. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. Hmm. So, yeah, there's so many. There's Tinder, Hinge. Never done those. Yeah. Uh, Facebook has dating. I did try that. Okay. That was interesting, too. Oh, very. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's so many. So, for you, like, obviously for me, I've been on and off on dating apps, mm-hmm. right? I'll get bored and I'm like, let me get on. And then it's the same people over and over mm-hmm. and it's the same type of energy. It's the same experience. Yeah. That's why exactly. I'm doing it again. Mm-hmm. And so where for you like is your kind of ideal place to meet people? If I'm going on a date with or, somebody that or you mean just like we're just to meet people. Just yeah. General. Like if you're trying like do you go out to bars and hang out? Do you prefer yeah. like friends or I mean, I'm open, again, I'm, I feel like I'm open to anything, right. like possibility. I mean, I've heard even right. at, you know, the grocery store you can meet somebody. I know. So that <laughs> So, yeah, so um, it's funny that you say that about the grocery store because um, in one of my past podcasts, I was talking about my kind of, like, fantasy or ideal meeting a person is, like, at the grocery store, at aisle two, you know, like, you know, somewhere where it's, like, just so um, unexpected and that it's going to just kind of magically come together. Mm -hmm. I think uh, also with that, um, I've always believed in wanting to meet somebody or meeting somebody more organically. Right, right. So through friends, you know, through conversation. And again, I'm open to the grocery store, even the library. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. I would actually prefer that just because it's more like by chance. It's very uh, serendipitous. Right. uh, And again, nothing against online. I know plenty of people who have matched and have great relationships from having met online right and just for me um it, it's a preference i guess to meet somebody no yeah 
I love that. I love mm-hmm. that too. Like me too. I'm very much about the organic kind of relationships. Mm-hmm. Have you seen on Instagram? There's a Instagram page called um, Hot Guys Reading or something, mm-hmm. and it just shows because you said the library. Mm-hmm. It just shows a whole bunch of different guys, like super cute guys reading books somewhere. Oh, cool! I'll have to check like this out. on the subway <laughs> or on the bus uh-huh. or in public places, mm-hmm. and they just post. I love that page. I just love wa- watching guys just read. It's so cute. Um, but yeah, so um, to me, I'm very much about that. The yeah. organic kind of meeting someone, you know, out in the wild, yeah. <laughs> just, you know, kind of it magically coming together and happening. I Absolutely. love that. Of course. And it's only happened a few times in the last couple of years where I meet someone like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, no, I guess a lot of times I do. Like it's through friends or, you know, randomly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the dating app side side of it, I've met a few people that I've actually met in person. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. Um other than that, like, I think, I think that's the best way for me is, you know, through friends, very organic, just, you know. I will say that I'm sorry, just online, for online dating, I have met people that I would have probably never in my lifetime have crossed paths with. Even right. here in Houston. I mean, I know Houston's a big city, but that I, I did like that, that it yeah. allowed for me to actually meet people that I, again, would have never met before. Right. Uh, well, maybe who weren't even my type or I wasn't their type, but we matched and, you know, we hit it off on the first date or two. But then, of course, after that, nothing. But again, even that was interesting to meet people that I if, if I did see them at the bar, or if they did see me like I would have probably wouldn't. Have gone you wouldn't them. approach nah, them. So yeah. that's something for me, too. I usually well before I didn't date anybody who wasn't Hispanic. Like mm-hmm. that was just my preference. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was always um a challenge for me because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not gonna like I didn't want to date white guys, <laughs> and then it just kind of happened. Your yes, I know, <laughs> I know, and so it's just something for me that right. like I felt like culturally I couldn't connect right. with them. Um, but then I started dating white guys because of like um, Bumble. Uh-huh. I met a guy or two, and we started talking and and going on. I'm like, oh, this is nice. You know, yeah. it's different. It is different. And so, um, so yeah, so I yeah. because of dating apps. That kind of pushed me to that. Cool. It was good. That's I, you That's know, awesome. wasn't a bad experience. So I'm like, good. it's good. Um, so one of the most like uh, controversial controversial questions mm-hmm. is who pays on the first date. That is funny that you asked that because <laughs> my girlfriend and I were actually just talking about that yesterday. Oh, last cool. night even. Um, so I don't even know how that came about, but I've uh, again being traditional. Um, and not in here lately, I, I think in the last couple of years, I've changed a lot or, um, you know, in some of these things. But when I was younger, if it was a first date, I would actually, uh, when the tab would come or went out the check, I would take out my debit card at least to offer. Right. And so in a way, not to be like sneaky or anything, it was kind of a test. <laughs> right. To a tactic. What the yeah. I was going to do. And so for the most part, they would be like, oh, no, no, no. But I also wanted to come off as like, hey, I'm not here to use you. Right. I'm here. I can contribute. I, I'm not here. I'm not using you for anything. Like, I'm going to, I can share, I can pay my part. But for the most part, it was to see, you know, what, how they would react or what they would do. And for the most part, again, they would be like, oh, no, or put that away or whatever. And right. Like, and that would make me feel more comfortable. Right. It would take the pressure off. Right. And I feel like, okay, now I know what to expect. Right. Um, so that's kind of what I would do to figure out, like, kind of feel get a feel for what you know what they were like yeah but now i'm sorry now i feel like if you're inviting if you're asking me to dinner then i expect you to pay i'm Mm -hmm. sorry i mean if you know if i invite you to so i'm more than willing to cook dinner for a guy at my house to me it takes a lot like if i'm going to offer to cook dinner for you at my house yeah that's a lot yeah yeah that's a lot so i don't do that for just whoever right i love to cook and i'm learning more about um, cooking because now i have time to be more in you know in the kitchen i've done a lot of stuff but 
for me to offer. And I would love to do that for somebody. I would love to do that for a guy, but it can't just be whoever. Right. So right. I'm, I'm not, I might not be paying for the dinner, but I'll prepare for you. I'll cook for you. I'll do whatever to kind of, you know, offer the same thing in return. Yeah. But if somebody's inviting, yeah, I, I would say that they, they should pay. Yeah. Be, having that uh, reciprocation. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time with this word today. Um, reciprocating, you know, that um, energy again, yes. um, I think is very important. And on that real quick, I need to add yeah, something yeah. real quick. Uh, so I, in my experience, Steve Harvey has been a great online mentor for me. Okay. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and I love take, Steve Harvey. Yes. I love his advice and what he says, just because it's very straightforward. It's very straight up. But he said something very interesting on that, that um, if a guy can't pay for your dinner, then what's to say about him being able to take care of you or, or just be in the a long provider run. in the long run? Right. Exactly. So I knew what I would have never thought of it that way until he mentioned that. I was like, you know what? That's a very good indicator, I feel, in general. Right. And not only financially, but in just in his, in his like, what he's demonstrating. Mm-hmm. He's demonstrating, I want to take care of you. I want to be that provider. So I think that's another reason why it's important to me. No, it is. And it's something that over time, like, I've kind of learned that. Mm-hmm. Um, because for me, I've always been used to paying my own way like you know I've always been very independent and mm-hmm. always try to provide something to like my household when right. I was married um and so now it's kind of weird for a guy to want to pay for me because I'm like well you don't have to you know mm-hmm. I was in a relationship for a long time we kind of you know he would pay I would pay like it was that way for a long time um and I'm trying to remember I'm pretty sure when we were dating mm-hmm. when I was dating my ex-husband he would pay most of the time mm-hmm. um of course then you know we got married and it was kind of both of us were yeah. doing the work so now I don't expect it right I'm mm-hmm. like it's one of those things where definitely if the guy's asking you out and taking you out he should pay but I don't expect it every time and, but do you accept it if somebody yeah, yeah. Like, oh okay, definitely okay. Okay. oh no definitely yeah. like if you no, want to I buy mean, the I dinner think like, <laughs> I think it's also like a guy paying you a compliment yeah definitely I've learned, like if a guy's sells you something nice, page like accept it. It's okay yeah. to just accept it. Yeah. Like, I've had a couple you, you guys know? that I've dated and they're like, just just please take it. Yeah, like just exactly. shut up and just do it. You know? <laughs> so yeah, like definitely it's it's something that yeah, I will accept it and I will, you know, mm-hmm. the, they're one of the guys was like, just let me take care of you. You know, just right. and I'm like, okay, fine. Like I'm not gonna like it. But no, it's it's nice. It's yeah. nice every once in a while. And um and yeah, and like I said, I don't mind paying my way or paying my half, my share, mm-hmm. whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, or even for both of us, you know, mm-hmm. I've done that before too. So yeah, I think it's just very much about energies and you know, and making again that effort. You know, a question for you. Yeah. Now that you've mentioned yeah, yeah, yeah. that, so and I'm just curious because again, I feel like I'm coming from a total opposite end of the world here. Yeah. And do you feel like you're um kind of set on? It seems like from what I hear you say that you're kind of set on. I can pay, I can pay, like, you're almost a little adamant about it, mm-hmm. not in a bad way, Yeah. but is it because you're trying to find yourself in your singleness? Are you trying to find, are you trying to separate or differentiate yourself from your married life in any way? Um, I'm trying to think, is it? I think curious. I'm just used to it. You're just used to? Like, uh, paying my way and, like, being okay. independent? Okay. Yeah, versus, like, no, so I... So it has nothing to do with, like, your chapter in your life where you were married uh-huh. versus now being single? I don't know. I'm trying to think now. Would it be... I would feel as though you're almost trying, and again, you tell uh-huh, me you, uh-huh. uh, what you've been <laughs> no, through. No, 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 go ahead. I was, I almost see it as like, it's like you're trying to establish yourself again, maybe, mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. even your identity. Right. And so in that, it seems like you're creating these boundaries or these um, expectations to move forward. Definitely. So this is how I'm going to be as a single right. man, you know, who was previously married. I think, no, no, no. I think you're right. I think one of the biggest things for me is to just have these men understand that I'm Mm -hmm. very independent. Like if I have you in my life, it's not because I need you. I can pay my own way. It's because I choose to be here with you. And I just, Mm -hmm. you know, I want that kind of, um, like definitely support, but 
I just want I just want to enjoy my time with you, you know, and just kind of be with you. So it's not that I need you. Like I don't ever want a guy, and maybe this is wrong on my part. Let me call my therapist tomorrow, <laughs> right? Because it's like um, I don't ever want a guy to feel like I depend on them mm-hmm. or that I'm depending on them to help me do anything because I can do stuff on my own. And see, kind what of thing. I, here's what I have learned in the most recent years. Yes, the guys want to feel, men want to feel purposeful. Yes, and so in, yes, in doing that, in in feeling as though that you do depend on them in some ways again right. not in every way right but in some ways and i think that's what helps them just and i think purpose. for me financially mm-hmm. it, it's very important for me to feel financially independent because right. i have two kids that's i don't kids. ever want a guy to feel like he needs to support me and my kids okay, that's a whole other world yeah, yeah no no no. I, I so that's that what world. i'm saying like that's i think that's where that comes oh, from okay same. where i'm like dude i you know I get it. Like you can, I'll take you care can, of Yeah, I can take care of me and mine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can take care of you. As That's my thing. As long as you can take care of yourself, I'm okay mm-hmm. with you. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't need anything from me in that like, sense. What can you contribute? Yeah. Of, what can we bring together? Yes, yes. If we can do this together mm-hmm. and we're both kind of contributing and being partners, like a true exactly. partnership, yeah. that's what I want. Right. right? Um, and so, yeah. And, again, I let guys pay for me all the time. Um and at first, it was really uncomfortable. I was like, oh, I can't do this. And then after a while, I was like, no, you know, yes, I can accept it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Um, and then, you know, every once in a while, I'll offer, you know, like, if you need me right. to pay. Yeah. And I was saying for myself or, like, the paying on the first date mm-hmm. also is, like, if I don't really feel the energy is there mm-hmm. on our first date, mm-hmm. I'll pay for my own stuff. Just oh, to kind of, like. You no, know, see, so I used to do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. You invited. Yeah. It, so it you're paying. It would be paying. the same thing if I invited. Right. I would, you know, I would pay. No, yeah, I mean. Let's just be real. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, that's just, I've, no, I've and I'm learning to do that, too, where I'm like, okay, let me, even though this is not going well, let me let him pay. But, but so yeah. one more thing, too, something yeah. you just mentioned that I didn't think of until today. Um, you know, when we say, I feel the same way. I don't need a man necessarily. I mean, I need him to, like, cut my grass and a couple <laughs> other things that I can't do. But I want somebody in my life. Right. And I think, so I was thinking when you said that, like, I feel like we say that a lot, but what does that really mean? I feel like. I feel, again, my perception now is I think men don't really care for that saying. I think if we were to tell, like, I feel now if I tell a guy, you know what, I don't need you, I want you in my life. I don't know if that's a good thing anymore. Right. I kind yeah. Of feel like that's a turn off. No, and definitely I think that's where that Even whole. we have a good intention with what we're saying. Right. And that's that whole thing of being undateable, right? Like, I think if a guy can hear you say all these things and really understand, you know, mm-hmm. and let you explain, like, look, you're a great guy. I want you to be in my life, but I don't need you to financially be there for me. Then that's one need, right? Mm-hmm. You can be purposeful in other things, you right. know, and just being a supportive partner, yes. a good communicator mm-hmm. who, that's what I need. I need some, lean on. Yeah, yeah, someone who, like, I don't need to lean on you financially again, but right. if I have an issue today, I just want someone to hold me. Yeah. I just want you yeah. to give me a hug, you know, yeah. and I have girlfriends and I have my family and but I have my kids. It's not the it's same. Not the same. Yeah. So, yeah, I think if you're purposeful in that sense for mm-hmm. me is what I need. Right? right. I just want a supportive partner yeah. who's going to be there for me, who can take me on dates, you know, who who will cater to me in other ways mm-hmm. and, you know, just make me feel um, or make me feel happy mm-hmm. and, you know, happy together and have right. those memorable moments, you know, mm-hmm. make things different for us. I think that's what I want for myself yeah. right now. Like, not so much anything else. I mean, of course, a lot of other things that would make it awesome, right? Mm-hmm. And if on their own they're like, oh, well, let me pay your light bill or whatever, yeah. then that's fine too. Right. You know, I'm not ever going to be like, no, that's right. my light. Don't exactly. pay it. I, I'll, I'll, I've learned to be very accepting of mm-hmm. it all. So, yeah. And I think it's also, I've learned... Um, 
you know, having, I think it works best, in my opinion, when two people are individuals themselves. Yes. And, you know, again, nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes. We all have our insecurities. We all have our things about us. But, I mean, you're at least confident with, I think, with, you know, who you are in general as a person and what you have to offer. And when two people who are, who maintain their individuality as well can come together, I feel that's when it works best. Definitely. And that's what I was saying. Like, Mm -hmm. I... I have a lot of friends mm-hmm. and I do a lot of different things right. and activities outside of a relationship that I feel like I should still be able to do, right? right. Like this week, I was busy all week with events mm-hmm. and, you know, supporting my friends and mm-hmm. doing these things. And you can come with me and you can be there for me, but right. just know that I'm not going to change that timeline right. because it's things that I like to do. Yeah. It's your life today. And yeah, and that make me now. who I am, right. you know? So you can either jump on board mm-hmm. and be a part of it, or you don't have to, right? If, mm-hmm. if I'm going out and I'm doing something and you want to go out and do something with your friends, totally fine with me, mm-hmm. you know? And then, you know, tomorrow we'll see each other yeah. or whatever the case right. is. So, yeah, I think definitely it has to be two individuals who are very much in love and in evolved involved in love and involved with their own right. you know themselves. lives and what they're doing um that they can allow the other person to be yes. themselves too i think somebody like that two people like that have way more to bring to the table definitely to offer to each other yeah and i and that's mm-hmm. that's all i ask <laughs> like, I know, it sounds so simple, it sounds right? so simple. It sounds so easy, but, yeah. yet here we are single <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah no it's definitely um it's a good conversation and it's always something that um I try to be very open and honest about like I'm not going to change my life and my lifestyle because right. I've worked really hard. Like you said, mm-hmm. finding myself and in, in that individuality as a mm-hmm. single person versus mm-hmm. when I was married. Right. I've it's taken me, you know, obviously more than two years to get here. But right. the last two years have been very critical and very important mm-hmm. where I've established that. Right. And I'm ready to move on. But just know that I've already kind of set myself as a single mom, oh, yeah. you know, so no, you, yeah, your life is established. And- yeah. Same. I mean, my life is established in its own way as well. Right. And even though I'm, I'm, I don't have children, but I feel like I want somebody who like I just want to do life with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have much left of it. I right. feel you know you know thirty something. I feel like fifties, my sixties. I'm like, oh geez, like I'm running out of time here. Like, yeah. Like let's just go to... hang out on the beach together. You know, yeah. like stuff like that. Definitely. I, I think that's where I'm at. Life with somebody. Yeah. No, yeah. that's definitely where I'm at too. Mm-hmm. Um. So, is a coffee date a date? Is a coffee date a date? Do you consider that a date? I've had some women that are like, no, that is not a date. You need to spend more money on me and take me to dinner. Define date. Exactly. So for me, a coffee date to me is a date. I I would say yes. Yeah, Yeah. to me it was. Because I was thinking, well, it's coffee. Like, you know, we met up, we chatted. Casual. Yeah, if something happens, great. And if it doesn't, it was just coffee, you know? I mean, you're going to connect with somebody either over coffee or over a drink or over whatever else. Right. So I think it's an easy way to find out if you have any chemistry with anyone right off the bat. Yeah, I I don't mind it. Yeah, Yeah. Um, Is sex important? 100%. (laughs) That's everybody's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I always talk about it as like a full kind of connection, right? Like having that complete circle of like all the different needs met, everything kind of just comes together. If you have the energy, if the effort is there and then the sex is good, then it's a complete little circle. Now I will also say that I've learned, you know, I've done a lot of research. Yeah, no, for sure. Helping, you know, and taking time, you know, with the breaks that we get for, you know, from working in the schools, like two weeks off in Christmas. I've had plenty of time to to do some research on YouTube. Yeah. And so uh, one thing I learned, so even though I said right away, 100%. Right. 
and again, I think this all kind of comes full circle. I have now changed my perspective or my approach in marriage, mm-hmm. meaning that I now, so I did hear, I think it was, I think it might've been Pastor John Gray that said that, you know, in looking for a partner that you should marry for purpose mm. and not for preference. Mm. And so I really took that to heart. And so in that, I have realized how, how possibly, and, I, and I've heard, of course, different things from friends and just different people, just stories here and there um, that, you know, sex might not be a big thing in the marriage or in the relationship. And at first I was like, well, why, why is that? Well, no, but now I can kind of see how that might occur. Right. If again, the intent and the idea between two people is more for the purpose. And Mm -hmm. so, but again, when you have everything lined up, when you have two people who come together as individuals, when you have two people who want to share life together, I think it's easy for sex to be, you know, a good thing in the marriage, a good thing in the relationship. Right. I'm speaking for my own, I've never been married, so I can't speak to that. But when those things fall in line, then I think it's easy for sex to be enjoyable and something you can share with somebody. I do think it's something that you should be able to share with somebody. I appreciate it way more now than I did when I was younger, that's for sure. So I have definitely a whole level of appreciation for it today. So I say that it is important in, now your question was, is it important in a marriage or? It just, is it important as a whole in a relationship and dating in anything? Yes. And so, (laughs) but I'm thinking because like I myself, again, I feel going back to science yeah women are stimulated mentally mm-hmm. men are stimulated physically mm-hmm. and so you know i'm sorry but you're gonna have to stimulate my mind before you stimulate exactly. anything else yeah and for me that unfortunately doesn't come until i do have a connection with somebody mm-hmm. until i do kind of trust somebody you know it started to right. build. it might not have to be i mean it, of course it's ideal and best when it is when there is an emotional connection there and that's what i really would like right i mean casual stuff honestly doesn't really do a whole lot for me right. to be honest and so and but I mean I'm human too just like everybody else yeah but the best experiences that I have had were when there was an emotional connection definitely chemistry there and so it all again all those pieces just kind of tied in together and yeah. that's what's so hard to find I think yeah when it all really kind of just gels well together yeah to make that whole connection yes. so is, in that case yes 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 <laughs> <laughs> so what is a number one deal breaker for you my number one deal breaker is if you're just an asshole. Uh, yeah. If you're just a jerk. I mean, I'm, I feel I've been very acceptant. Uh-huh. I've been very flexible with people. I've been very open to different mm-hmm. things. Um, and I mean, I, I dated a guy and had a boy. He had, had a little boy at the time. Um, and so I've dated somebody with kids. So I'm open to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have friends still now that are kind of around my age, single women that are like, oh, no, I wouldn't date anybody with kids. And right. Like, yeah, well, good luck with that because at this point, again, I, and and again, I'm okay with. I understand somebody's going to be divorced. I understand somebody's going to have children. So I'm I'm open to that. Right. Uh, so I feel like I'm willing to accept so much. Yeah. Just don't treat me bad. Yeah, definitely. Just, yeah. So if you're just a jerk to me in in general, no, I want no part of it. And that makes sense. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just in life, right? Like yeah. you want people to treat you the way you treat them, and yeah. and you know, and that makes sense. But yeah, and I don't know if you were looking for a different kind of answer. No, 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 that, no, no. That's you know, good. That's I don't know perfect. What other people might say to that, but it's a lot of the same kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know. Just respect being treated mm-hmm. well. I mean, if if someone, I mean, of course, there's some things that like somebody I think said, um, how you treat the wait staff, right? Like someone was like, if someone because that's a like overall kind of feel of like how they treat people in mm-hmm. general, kind of right. thing. And it just goes back to the same thing: not yeah, being a jerk, concept. not being an asshole. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no, definitely. If I, if I can't add to that, I'm sorry. Somebody who doesn't see me properly, I think, would be a deal, a deal breaker. 
who doesn't see you properly who as does not see me properly meaning somebody who does not see me for who i am oh and you know there shouldn't be any questions like if you have to question my character or my ju- you know my judgment or who i am as an individual i'm done i'm out yeah even the slightest bit of that i'm, I'm over it right right no yeah that makes sense all of that makes sense um what are your top three qualities that you're looking for in a guy um you know i really wish i had a questionnaire to fill out prior to this <laughs> I, go, I, I feel okay it just sounds crazy but uh-huh. i feel so lost in all of this mm-hmm. to be honest with you i mean i it's been a long time that i've been in any kind of relationship or anything it's been a couple years um I feel like if I even say, you know, the basics is, it's, it's almost like that's not enough. No, but for sure. I mean, for me, like I said, mm-hmm. you mean basics, like how people look. Yeah, or, no, like yeah. how people like just to be treated nicely. Right. I, think, I, I don't know how to answer that. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, like there's physical stuff for sure. And then, you know, there's just very kind of like, a, like I said, someone who is going to be a partner for me mm-hmm. versus, you know, anything else. For me, another one is um, being a, good communicator because Mm -hmm. I'm very big on that I I don't like not knowing your intentions and not you know up front just really getting that feel for you of what is it what are we doing here Mm -hmm. you know that kind of thing and then of course for me is like a big one is um just being very uh respectful of me Mm -hmm. and my friends or my family you know just knowing that I have a lot of people in my life that are always there for me mm-hmm. and you being able to respect those people and accept those people is very important to mm-hmm. me so yeah I think okay so thank you for sharing because it's helping yeah. me to think about things um I think so it makes me think of my three non-negotiables okay so maybe kind of yeah, yeah, along yeah. those lines number one trust mm-hmm. i need to be able to trust you i, I give everyone my 100 percent trust up front right until i see otherwise mm-hmm. secondly or again respect yeah just respecting me um someone also who knows how to have healthy boundaries mm, in that that's a good one and sticks with them and doesn't you know go go past that or go you know behind that and last but not least my biggest thing is acceptance Okay. Someone to accept me for who I am, um, for what I have to offer, and just me as an individual, as a person. Yeah. Uh, speaking of tattoos, yeah, I recently got different ones on my sleeve here and different things after my dad's passing. And now, at first, I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to regret this, blah, blah. But now I see it as a filter. Oh, and yeah. so I see it as if someone is going to judge me mm-hmm. off just by looking at me and not take the time to get to know me. Right and not accept me for then I don't need you in my life right and right so I'm really glad that I've gotten on just because I now feel like it's going to help me to see who really should be in my life and who should not right because I have had people tell me different things guys even dating like I had a guy even say like oh I, I couldn't introduce you to my mom like that so no, what? thank you. oh yeah I'm like look dude if you can if you accept me and you know you're okay with your son and all that stuff but you won't introduce me to your mom like this right. and I get it you know the traditional Hispanic right things. But at some point, you're going to see them. So yeah. why can't we just be up front? Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, you know what? That's okay. No worries. No, thank you. I'm not interested. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's a very big and important thing where, yeah, just being very accepting of you as, as an individual and as a person. Because, right. I mean, to me, my brothers both have tattoos. I have tattoos. And I'm like, it just doesn't phase me. You know, yeah. it doesn't phase me anymore. Yeah. Where I just... I mean, it is what it, you cannot say that because I have tattoos on a certain way. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. But yeah, that, that was good. I love that. That was a good list. Um, so where can people find you? Do you want people to find you on social media? Sure. So where, where can people reach out to you? Um, whichever, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Snapchat. Okay. What is your Instagram? Um, 
Dr. Underscore Flores 0520. Okay. Because I, I got a new one. Maybe well, I'll tag and I'll one. tag you on okay. the post whenever. Okay. But yeah. but yeah, okay. So yeah. thank you so much. This was a good conversation. Thank you. Thank you for the I love to, to share. Definitely, thank definitely. You. I think I think people are gonna love it. Just I a lot so. of good information. Just being honest. Yes. <laughs> thanks. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for listening.